you are you, come on now you don't actually think that you're gonna be going to see the king just because you get on a cruise ship y'all gonna have to seriously drug me to get me on a boat a a, a, a full-on cruise with all them little bitty cabins and decks and and all that kind of mess and no Calvin, life you, is what you, what'd you say Calvin? Huh? life is what you make of right can, can you have that bottle with you calvin so she can get some courage to get on this boat <laughs> that ain't gonna help that ain't gonna do it oh that ain't gonna do it Mm-mm, that ain't gonna do it that might do it. <laughs> Welcome to the Faith, Fun, and Motivation Podcast, where we desire to bring hope through faith while healing through fun and living, laughing, and loving daily, and inspiration through holistically motivating our listeners to love themselves and others to the glory of God. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, are we ready to get started? I've been ready. I mean, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, this is Faith, Fun, and Motivation Season 2. This is the episode that we're talking about setting goals. And so you have your hostess with the mostest, Erica D. Hill, that is safely back in the Midwest from spending time with her bae. That's right, Motivational Stella here. And we have our baby brother from down under, Calvin. Ladies love Calvin part two. I'm, I'm rebuilding, man, rebuilding. <laughs> from Alabama. And you have... Yours truly, Ray Washington, originally from Missouri, repping the Dallas Cowboys that Stella got to see. But I'm living in South Carolina where there are no professional sports here. So (laughs) without further ado, we are safely now in the month of May. So hold on, hold on, hold on. You you, you know, I'm I'm the one who cut people off. that's how I do things. I mean, I don't come off the script. I just, it hits off the dome and I just, I got to ask it right then and there. You go right so how y'all let meetup go up, man? Y'all, I know we was all supposed to be mean up, but I couldn't make it. So how y'all let meetup go, man? Eric, I'll let you talk. It was a nice um, little family time. I, I don't think I have access to share a screen. I would have shared a picture. Um, it was it's a nice opportunity to meet Pastor Ray and that to see him face to face and 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 just break bread with him. We had some very you know deep conversations about some things. I I learned some things about grits and what goes in grits and. Uh, So speaking of that, speaking of what goes on grits, Brother Calvin,
it's called it's by New Amsterdam. It's called Pink Whitney. And so that's what it's really called. And I got it. It's great. Because Publix down here, this grocery store we have down here, Publix, um, sell mm. some great lemonade. So when I saw this, I'm like, okay, it'll go good. You know, get it cold, it'll go good. Why don't you just cut the recording and start all over and start with me answering the question? We can't hear you. I haven't said anything. Oh. <laughs> I, I was going to ask Calvin, based on his upbringing, about this grit conversation that you said we had. Calvin, does sugar go on grits? See? I mean, okay, let me ask, answer this question. I'm not too much of a breakfast eating type of person, jump street. So I have to be kind of in the mood of saying, okay, hey, I want some breakfast food. And then like, I just go eat breakfast. I don't care if it's lunch or dinner. I just eat breakfast food, like no matter when. Yeah, but to right. wake up every morning and be like, okay, I need grits, bacon, sausage every morning. That's not me. But when I do eat grits, no, that's that's oatmeal. <laughs> that's, you turn grits into oat, like, for me, I'm thinking, okay, grits kind of has that salty taste to it. Oatmeal is kind of that sweet taste to it. Man, that's not yeah. she gonna go on no grits, man. See, see? She she was talking about that deep conversation we had. And so ain't nobody trying to put no sugar on no grits. You put sugar on cream of wheat and oatmeal. Right. I don't, I, like I said, I don't even know because I, I don't I don't eat I don't eat grainy things. There's a lot of things, Calvin. No seafood. But wait, 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 wait. We are talking about goal setting, everyone. We're talking about goals. About so I, I got a goal goals. right now. I got a goal to answer this question. Go ahead, Pastor Ray. What she don't eat? She, she don't eat soul food. She don't seafood. eat brother. So, let, let me tell you, let me tell you, I learned a lot about Erica on this trip. She don't eat then potato salad. Oh, no, no. She don't eat chicken salad. No. She don't eat tuna fish. She I eat tuna fish, just not like tuna salad with the, the, with the stuff all in it. I'll eat tuna out of a package. So Calvin, to, Calvin, to the point... She doesn't eat things that have condiments in it. That's a so, lie. That's a lie. Calvin, that's a lie. Everything he just named. Calvin, Calvin, she not, don't do, she don't, don't do mayo. I don't do mayo. She don't do mayo. You know, I don't do mustard. She don't put mustard on hot dogs. She eats a hot dog plain. Or but with cheese or chili. Cheese or chili. It's not a condiment. I still stand by that. Chili is not okay. a condiment. I'm okay. Chili, I'm you sure. know, we, we discussed that. We we agree that chili is not a condiment. It's a it's a soup <laughs> or a stew like that right. you can put on hot dogs. I mean, it's not you can't put you can put it on hot dogs, but it is not a condiment. If it, it could be a meal by itself, yeah. you can add it in addition to uh topping on is not a condiment. Yeah. You don't go down the, the, the condiment he, aisle. Is he is he frozen? Because he ain't no, moved. 
Gallo, you don't believe chili is a condiment, do you? I mean, let me let me explain, Calvin. Let me explain. We we are not anti chili people. We me and Erica both like chili. We do. <laughs> we enjoy it to drink. But what 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 Bryant was telling us was that chili is a condiment, and I, I have issue with that because when I go down the grocery aisle, since you say Publix, and we got Publix down here, okay. When I go down the grocery aisle, I see salad dressing. I see mustard. I see ketchup. ketchup. Mm-hmm. I see relish. I mm-hmm. see mayonnaise and I see mm-hmm. Miracle Whip. Mm-hmm. I see hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Soy sauce. Soy sauce. Barbecue you know, sauce. I, I do not see chili. Yeah, barbecue sauce. I don't see chili because chili is not a condiment. Okay, we're talking about gold, right? Oh, we can have, have this discussion after we hit cut the thing off. We talking about goals, right? Oh, yes, okay, we're okay. talking about goals. So we're, we're talking talk- about goals. We're talking about goals. Mm-hmm. Every year, most of the nation does this. January one, they set up goals. They 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 gonna join the gym. They. They're going to eat healthier. They're going to start keto or they're going to start noon. That's the new one now. Or I'm going to start walking more or all these things, all these things. We set goals. I think the worst thing people could do is set up New Year's resolutions. I think New Year's resolutions are. (laughs) I think they're garbage. they, They really are. Don't set yourself up for failure by saying, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution. No, just make a new commitment to yourself. Make a new commitment for a better version of yourself. And by setting that as a goal, be specific about what that is, that new version of yourself is going to look like. But is that not one in the same? But Mm -mm. this is the way I guess I feel about it is, just the difference is the day that you decide to choose to start this thing off, which makes either a New Year's resolution or a vision or a new goal. You know, people just, they start off with one, one. And, you know, by the time they reach week two, they like, uh-uh, this ain't it. I'm back to my old ways. But I mean, starting a new goal or starting trying to reach a goal, no matter what part of the year you're in, can be difficult. I mean, but if, here's if I'm the not thing. The thing goal, about a goal, though, is you set a goal. It doesn't matter when you start it, as long as you start it. And it doesn't right. matter if you stop, just as long as you get back up and keep going. So, I mean, what's the difference between starting it as a New Year resolution and starting May 20th? I just think New Year's resolution sets forth um, a different, it sets forth a different tone. And how so? It, and so here's a, here's a statistic. And I, I just, because I knew it's, 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 not, it's not real to say, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution and this is what I'm going to do. 50% of people make a New Year's resolution. 80% 
of those New Year's resolutions get abandoned around that same month. Yep, that's true. I mean, okay, I, I completely get it. I guess my point is, my point is saying is this. You know, you do have a lot of people who say, okay, I'm going to start a New Year's resolution because that's the most popular time to really start something new. Well, yeah, and quit. New Year because you there's 31 days in the month of January. Right. But it's I guess my point in time is let's talk about after then when you have so many people who are saying, hey, I want to start eating more healthy or I want to go to the gym and they started and then quit anyway. I mean, it happens throughout the year. It's just it it's more popular. Yeah, I mean, to say it, it at the beginning of the year because it's it's a new year. It's a new year. It's a new beginning. So just I I started like two years ago. Stop. I, I never really did say I'm gonna make a New Year's resolution and this is what I'm gonna do. I just made a new commitment to myself, and and that new commitment was just no matter what it was gonna be. It wasn't gonna be the pressure of a resolution that you know. If it, if it came to, you know, true or not, I was still committed to making myself better no matter how I went about doing it. I, I just feel like, I mean, that's just me. I mean, like I said, New Year's resolutions, I mean, that's just a fancy way of saying it. Just like Valentine's, a fancy way for love. But I mean... The re and I guess I'm coming from this standpoint. I mean, for me, Mother's Day, for when I celebrated my mom, it really wasn't that big of a deal because I'm doing it year round. Uh, to kind of reverse that philosophy, I mean, New Year's resolution. I mean, I'm still setting goals, and I'm hopefully that I can, you know, change it. But I mean, it happens throughout the year as well. We just can't blame it on one part of the year. It's and like it doesn't happen toward the end either. One thing about New Year's resolutions that I think is how it is uh, booby-trapped to fail is that they tend to be emotional decisions. Think about it. Think about any decision that you've made under emotions. Has it ever really worked out well? New Year's resolutions tend to lean that way because everybody else is doing it, which which shows you with the statistic alone, and I, I'll, I'll, go to a, I'll go to a completely different area. So when I decided that I was going to start on my weight loss journey, it wasn't, in, it wasn't at the beginning of the year. It was actually in the month of my birth, May. And my goal was to lose 30 pounds. So my birthday was May the 7th, and we're, we're talking about five years ago. And so it was on May the 7th. I knew that I was going back to Africa in July. So I said between May the 7th and let's just say June 30th, because that's when we tended to leave to make the trip to Africa. I said, I want to lose 30 pounds because when you're on a plane for 30 hours flying to Africa, the plane, the, the plane sizes and the seats don't get bigger. They get smaller. And so I knew how uncomfortable it was, the size that I was the first time I went to Africa. And so my goal was to lose 30 pounds before June 30th. Here's what happened. I lost 28 pounds. Mm -hmm. 
And so <clears throat> when I lost that 28 pounds, I still patted myself on the back and I was, I was pleased with my progress, but you best believe when I came back from Africa, I got back on that thing and lost an additional eight pounds because I just, that was me. It wasn't an emotional decision. It was thought out. I had mile markers. I had a team that was working with me. I had two different trainers. That's different than a New Year's resolution. Because with Jill- You were committed to the process. I was committed to the process. What I learned about my whole weight loss journey is I used to get frustrated as many people that already have a committed schedule regarding working out. When I came to the gym that next year, so remember May to June, but I continued to work out to maintain the weight I lost. When January came by, all of a sudden, there was like 50 to 100 new people in the gym. And so whereas I used to be able to go in and get on whatever it was I wanted to work on, now I got to wait. You got to wait. And here's what I was told, Calvin. So this, this is why I don't, I'm not a believer in New Year's resolutions. The trainer told me, bro, just wait. They'll be, they won't be here in a month. In February, it'll be back to the way it was. Right. And I'm telling you, man, because I still go to two gyms. I go to a boxing gym and I go to Planet Fitness. It is true. It's been true every year. Healthcare organizations or fitness centers gain the bulk of their money in January. Right. Right. And what people I, don't I do, <laughs> they don't cancel their subscription because they have an intention to go back, but they don't. Then they they just don't go. I remember I went back to the gym. I went on a, in January. It was like mid-January. And there were all these people. And there were a couple of women working out. But I literally watched these women that weren't really dressed appropriately for going to the gym. Didn't really know what they were doing. They were cute. And they were carrying their purse around with them and working out. And I was just like, what? <laughs> we don't go to the gym and carry a purse. What you trying and to shop? Did you go? It, it's, yeah, it's, I, I believe it's a lot of pressure to say a New Year's resolution. It's a it's a lot of pressure to say and 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 say I'm gonna make a new my New Year's resolution this year, um you know. And, and I, I'm gonna fit. I'm gonna write that book. I'm gonna finish that book. And then you've put all this pressure on yourself. And then here it is. It's May, and you haven't even written the first chapter. I mean, is that not the same thing as setting goals? No, setting goals, you create, you create an action plan, right? Setting goals are very specific, very specific. It's just not about, I'm going to make a, a, I'm going to commit to myself for better health. Setting goals are, you're saying specific, I'm going to commit to my, myself, better health. 
I'm going to wake up every day at 630 and physically get on the treadmill. That's a goal. It's it's very specific. So, New Year's let ask, so let me ask you this then. We talked about the high number of people who fail for a New Year, New Year's resolution. The people who are successful, do they not do that same thing? I don't believe so, and, Calvin. I don't believe, I believe they do. Listen to me. Listen to me. What I'm saying is the people who are successful in the New Year's resolution, do they not do the same thing that Erica just talked about and be successful? Or are we talking about some two different completely things? I, I think the people that say, if, if they're saying New Year's resolution, they physically have to create an action plan around what they are resolating to be their New Year's. And if you don't go through with creating an action plan and how you're going to get from point A to point B of what your New Year's resolution is, you are not going to be successful. And it takes an action plan. It takes it, it takes for you to be committed to that action plan. It takes for you to make it measurable. It takes for you to, to make it attainable and realistic. So is that not, not the same thing and, 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 and another goal? thing, but again, it, it, if, if that is what they're doing, then yes, it is the same thing as setting a goal. But what I'm saying is 80% of the people that fail did not do that. And so that was my question, my most recent question. I understand how high it is of the people who don't. My question was the small percentage of the people who do go in with the New Year's resolution, do they not do the same thing who are successful doing the same thing that you just talked about? So, Calvin, um, I'm going to put it another way because you're right. The, the, but here's the difference. In the corporate world, this is called smart goals. And so let me break it down for you. Because the difference between if you and I sit in the room, we enjoying our drink, we watch the ball drop, we all festive about it. And we both say, all right, cuz this year we gonna drop 50 pounds. You with that? And you say, yeah, I say, okay, I'm with that. Here's the difference, Calvin. If I don't go home and make it specific, okay? I call them SMART goals because it's an acrostic. The S in SMART stands for specific, okay? I'm gonna take this back to my thing in May. I was specific that I wanted to lose X amount of pounds by a particular date. We're going to come back to that. It's measurable. Okay. I just didn't say we, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, but I'm saying there, there you go, Erica. I got that say, that's right. So it has to be measurable. You have to define what evidence will prove that you're actually making the progress and evaluate as necessary. And then it has to be attainable. Okay. I couldn't say that I'm going to lose 30 pounds it may set, I can say at May 7th, I'm gonna lose a hundred pounds by June 30th. That's not attainable. That's not realistic. It's right. not- I'm it's, destined it's, to fail. Yeah. My, I guess my whole thing is this. This is the way I look at it. New Year's resolution, setting goals, right? It's just, it's Valentine's and love. That's the way I'm looking at it. It's just a New Year's so resolution it's a fancy name and it happens the first of the year. It's just so many people try to do it and they don't have those characteristics that both of y'all have said. Yeah, that's it. That's the difference. Failing. 
Mm-hmm. That's, that's the so difference, mate. That's the difference, mate. It's just, for me, New Year's resolution is the time and some fancy name for it. If you don't have, and I, I didn't disagree, I completely agree. It's just, if you don't have all of those characteristics, if it's the first of the year, or if it's May, right. if it's August, if it's December, you're going to fail regardless if you don't have all of those characteristics, no matter when you start. Right. It's just, for me, there's no difference from a goal and a New Year resolution, because if you don't have it, you're going to fail regardless. Yeah. And, it, and it's called, it's, it's, it's really building a habit. When you build a healthy habit of doing these things on a consistent basis, it, it becomes a lifestyle change. It becomes a part of your life. And so most people that if they started in January, they might fall off towards the end of the month. And yeah, they fall off around Valentine's Day. They try and pick it up, but February is a short month. So guess what? March is 31 days. March is another opportunity where people will commit to changing their lifestyle and committing to a better version of themselves. They will start those smart goals again. And that's the, that's the, the one benefit of it is that it doesn't matter when you start it as long as you start. Smart goals, is, they're going to always be there as long as you create them. And see, that's another thing I, I feel like why people fail as well. It's because, I mean, that I completely agree. I don't think people need to wait. I can understand a lot of people do. They think that same way. You know, they, they fell off in January. They feel like February is a short month. I'm going to start in March. Why, why are you waiting so long? I feel like that's why a lot of your New Year's resolutions end up falling apart because, oh, right. I, I had one bad day. Just get up and off. start. Because you don't measure, you don't measure your day as a failure just because you ate one bag of chips. That's just one day. Start again tomorrow. You really start again the next day. You don't hold yourself to such high accounts of failing and thinking in modes of failing if you don't do your your workout on one day. You know what? That's just one day. That day is gone. You can't change it. You know what? Do it. Do it tomorrow. So I think the other thing that the smart goal actually does miss is, and Calvin, you talked about, you know, when people fail, I think that last T, which is talking about that it is about time-based, I think you could also use that to say, you know, having a team. See, when you, when you have a team, yeah, so it's not just you working on losing that 30 pounds. You got, you know, you got Eric over here saying, well, I want to lose 15. And you, you got Calvin over here saying, I want to do something else. So as a team, we are there for each other to lift one another up. Mm-hmm. When you do it by yourself, you are destined to fail. It's just, because it's just it, you, it takes you having that support. You have to have support. And, and when you're doing lifestyle changes as setting health goals, life-changing health goals, you have to have a support team. You have to. That's the only way that you're going to succeed. So I don't want people to think that this, this podcast is about weight loss. It's about goals Life. setting it's about okay? goals it's about how the what, what, how important is it to set goals so calvin i, I, w- I want to ask you a question 
because we, we found out in recent podcasts that, you know, you are not just a funeral director. You are more than a mortician. You actually have a doctorate in medicine. Okay. So what, what, whatever it is, it don't have to be about that. What I want to know, what are some goals that you, you personally have actually set and accomplished? And then once you come up with, you know, whatever that goal is or goals are that you accomplished, how did you do it? What goals? Any. And I mean, for me, I'm, right, I'm going to tell you how Uncle Calvin thinks. I'm more of a on-the-fly type of guy. Just like how um, I remember on um, the season one when we were sitting here trying to figure this out, right? Never forget it. And I had a conversation with Erica. I don't even know if you remember this. And she was uh, writing down some questions that she wanted to ask. And she asked me, like, what? how did I come up with my question? And I remember I was saying how, for me, I come off the top of my head. Like, I don't like writing questions down. Like, I just... It, that's why a lot of times y'all ever, to our viewers, like a lot of times you will see me cut them off or whatever. Like for me, this is the perfect podcast how we've been doing it, going back and forth because I come up with a question. So for me, when I set a goal, it has to hit me two or three times before I just put it on paper and books because I'm all, my mind is always going. I know a lot of people who are like this, like my mind is continually going. I'm thinking about what I need to do after this podcast now. I'm, I'm continually thinking about what I need to do next, what's next, even though I'm executing this. So when I set a goal, I need to write it down. That's just me. Whatever it is, I need to be writing it down. I need to set it on paper. I'm that visual. My my hand, I learn with my hands. So, so if I don't write it down, mm-hmm. I ain't finna remember it. Mm-hmm. I, I know I, I may sound like I'm kind of contradicting myself a little bit. When I'm setting a goal, if I don't write it down, I ain't gonna remember it. Like I said, I'm up, as I'm executing now, I'm thinking about next. And so I have to write it down to get a vision board of what I want to see. Okay. What I want to do. And so I have to continue to keep it in my mind or keep it before me. Now, I mean, my lock screen changes all the time. I got several different devices. I mean, and I put it on my lock screen on my screensaver so I can continue mm-hmm. looking at it. That's kind of like my new electronic vision board so that mm-hmm. way my phone is always in my hand my ipad is always in my book bag i'm always on my computer when i'm at work or at home so i can continually look at it and remind myself okay boom you need to keep pushing you need to keep pushing you need to keep working toward this and like you said having that that team that's you know hey I, but i can't share it may not be the entire team it may be one or two people or maybe one or two people that's not even in my everyday circle that just like we always talk about, you always hear about people who come in for a season. That may be their season that they come into your life. Right. For. Mm-hmm. I've had people who I've met, it's goals that I want to accomplish that ain't had nothing to do with the funeral home. I met them. They helped me achieve it. And boom, it was over. Good. We can see each other now. Hey, we ain't had no falling out. We can see each other now. We can, hey, how you doing? We can sit down and have lunch, and we keep it moving. They came in for that season. They were a part of that team. Helped me ex- execute that goal, and boom. Mm-hmm. I remember I mean, you, you talking about what your parents wanted you to do 
what they desired for you to be, but you in your mind had a goal to actually become a funeral home director. Right. And so what did you do? What, what, what specific things did you do to make that happen versus doing what it was that they wanted you to do? Because you, you clearly completed school. We talked about that a few podcasts back and your mom said, I didn't think you was going to make it. So okay. for, for me, they didn't even know I went to school for. Because the same school I went for to get my doctorate was the same school that all the mortuaries at. They didn't even know I went for it. So you did a double major? Right. They didn't even know I went for it. Wow. They didn't even know I went for it. <laughs> the last two years of my residency, they didn't even know that I, I went for it. I, bro, it was easy for me to do it. My parents owned the funeral home. I did my own internship. I filled out all the papers. I knew what to do. Went to school. I mean, I was already there. So I, it wasn't no out of place case. So when I walked across the stage, Dr. So-and-so, I walked across the stage again. And it would, and they looking like, but I didn't think you, I didn't think you were going to make it moment. <laughs> yeah. And I went to the funeral. Because wow. so they, they knew, okay, he must be really determined and wanted to do this instead of like, yeah, y'all was, y'all wanted to clap. Y'all done got up here with these bougie folks. Yes, I have a son and a daughter. Y'all the one who want, no, I want to be down here. With this is what I want to do. So you just said a word that has not been used so far in all of what we've been talking about. And you said you were determined. Erica, what about you? What goals have you accomplished? And, and, and what was your determination of doing that? Well, I, I, I definitely, like Calvin, I, I got my master's degree and I definitely was very driven to do that. But more recently, I, I had a goal that I wanted to write a book. I wanted to be an author. And, you know, that's, started 2020 was a crazy year and and just like not a new year's resolution i was committed to finishing that book by march of 2020 but so many things happened that railroaded me and and took me off pace and i had to get back on and so what was supposed to be done by march didn't get done until end of July, early August, and then I went into edit mode. So it was finished by September. So how, okay, so when you got sidelined, because I bet you, I'm, I'm willing to bet we got people listening and watching that have had, that, that, that set goals and life happened. And so now that, that, you know, that deadline, that March deadline has come and gone. Here we are in May. So what was it? that spurred you to get back on track to accomplish the goal because I have one of your books now. So I have proof <laughs> of your determination. I mean, physical proof in my hands I that, believe. You, 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 that you got it together and got it done. He don't so believe you got a book. He don't believe no, you got I don't a believe book. She did, I don't believe she did the book. I ain't got no physical confirmation in my hand. 
Is, you know what? You got a signed copy coming to you in your package with your shirts. I need to give you my address too. Yeah, you do, because I could show, couldn't ship it. <laughs> Mind your business. Mind your business. Well, I, 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 got, I got my shirts and I got my boots. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Just ask your doggone question. But, you know, it 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 was always in the forefront of my mind because you know, we were working from home and I'm I'm not um I'm I'm a busy beaver. My hands have to be doing something. So whereas it was supposed to be done in March, okay. the winter months were kind of busy for me. I was constantly in and out. I really didn't sit down. And my goal was to literally write a chapter or a section every every day. Mm-hmm. So that I can be done, but that it, it became, I don't know, like it's life happened. I'm 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 still battling some things, and one day I'm I'm gonna tell that testimony because can't nobody bind my tongue. My journey is my journey. So, <laughs> um, you know, it. I, I just had to tell myself I had to do. I wanted it done. I began to see a light at the end of the tunnel. There, there are 42 bestellitudes. So there were 42 like chapters I had to write, you know, talking about the, the different topics that are in the book. And it's just one of them was, you know, be glowing and, I think anytime you're happy about what you're doing and you're doing your passion, you're going to be glowing. You're, you're going to have that glow. So each one of those just had to be talked about in detail. So whereas it wasn't done in March, I didn't stop working on it. I just kept working on it. Some things were harder than others. And I and I want to say, I think what took me, what reason why it didn't get done until September was because even the the graphics, the 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 page and the color and the fitting the book into the parameters of the binding and all of that took trial and error. So it, it was a it was a constant work in progress. It I, I shouldn't have set a timeline. I should have just been realistic that to keep working on it and it'll get done when it gets done. All right, so let me ask you this. I got two questions since you just said that. Two questions. One, how do you encourage, and this is for the both of y'all, how do you encourage somebody to stay motivated and positive when life happens? And this is what I mean. I'm going to go back to the New Year's resolution and let's go back to that whole exercising thing. You take somebody who, okay, I'm not used to exercising. I'm not used to going to the gym. So when life happens, no matter whether it's New Year's resolution or the middle of May, and life happens or something happens, it's easy for someone who has not been going to the gym or not used to doing this particular thing to fall off. So how do you stay motivated when life happens because i mean life's gonna happen regardless no matter what you do i think think you have to go ahead ahead, erica you have to acknowledge and celebrate your small wins you you have to that's 
part of what can keep you motivated because if, if you look at it, if you can commit to something for five days, celebrate that. If you can commit to something for five more days, there you've been doing it for 10 days. Celebrate that. You, you have to celebrate your wins. If you, if you lose one pound or you lose five ounces, uh, you know, whatever the scale might say, celebrate those wins. If you continue to celebrate those small victories will encourage you to stay motive for even, motivated for even larger victories. I think the other thing that you need, this is where your team comes in. So, I mean, so let's, 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 let's do something that's for real. Um, we are a team. And we started in, in January of this year. And we've had some obstacles. Each one of us have had obstacles to us completing season one. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It's season two. So how was it that we accomplished the goal of doing 12 episodes in a season? Well, y'all wouldn't it's, leave me alone. I'm going to say it. Y'all wouldn't okay. leave me alone. That might work. <laughs> All right, there it is. There it is. And, and that's what happens when you, so we'll go back to the- When the you have a team. If, if, you, if you have failed in January, the moment you enlist a team, you employ a group of people to a goal or a purpose or a resolution, whatever you want to call it, that you have, the moment you employ other people, so one of those people on that team, which we talked about a, a week ago on a podcast, is the person that's going to be your encourager. That's the cheerleader. That's the person that is not that's not going to let you be content with failing you. And so that's how you make it through those tough times. That's why a lot of people fail because they go at it on their own by themselves. They don't tell anybody what they're doing. And then before long, they're 20 pounds heavier than when they started. Right. And they're defeated. Mm -hmm. But had we started this thing together, like my wife has women that she walks with mm -hmm. because they encourage one another and not just with fitness. When I, so I, I went up to North Carolina this past weekend, I got to meet Erica, but I went up there to teach a class and my wife called, I, when I called her that night after getting home from teaching the class, she said, oh, I went to the pool today. We've been in this neighborhood, it'd be three years <laughs> in October. This might have been her second time going to the pool. Because it was important for her that we moved into the community that had a community pool. I was like, who'd you go to the pool with? She said, the, the ladies from our, our Bible study group. I was like, oh. And then I found out last night that they were all together at the pool simply learning how to relax because they are the, the, this, this is a group of what I would call um, alpha women, right. hard workers, hard on themselves and all of them struggle to rest. So one of them called the other four or five and said, Hey, meet me at my house and we walk into the pool 
and we're just going to relax. I don't think I don't think none of them got in the pool. I think they just laid out, relaxed, and talked to somebody. I mean, talk to each other. Right. That right there sometimes is all you need. Right. But now they have a goal to do that more regularly because they all identify that they all have the same issue with not learning how to just simply relax. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you, do either of you right now have any goals going on that, you know, you are trying to accomplish or that you're working on? And now I just want to know at the place that you currently are in life, are there any goals that you are currently working on? And if so, let's talk about them. Yeah, I'm working currently on trying to get my hair washed. I, I have a specific as soon as we get off this podcast, I'm going to physically go get my shampoo. I'm going to take it to the kitchen sink and I am going to wash my hair. Thank you, Jesus. And it's measurable. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to say it's attainable. It's relevant. It's definitely relevant. For all the people who've seen this on Facebook, we just want to say thank you. Yes, it is. Oh my God. It's time sensitive. Yeah, you over here. You over here looking like Steve now the color purple with that headband on. Really? I poetic justice. The flashbacks of what we did on on Sunday. That's what I think he's doing, you know. Yes. Everything you do. You do. <laughs> real, real talk, Calvin, man. We got, we, man, we, we, this is what we talked about. We have to all meet up, man. It's very necessary. Yes. And it, it's an necessary. attainable goal. Yeah, it that, is. That's, 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 it's yeah, necessary that's, that we all three be in the same room for a couple a, of days. A, a couple of days. That's that's necessary. Hey that's, man, that's, that's what the bold word, man. Did you that's go back? Bold word. Hey, did you go back and look at our live that we did when I was in North Carolina, and then Erica called you? Did you see how many people were talking about they want to see us together? I didn't see that, but let me go look at that because I I didn't see I didn't even see how many views that got, but maybe that got some views. Let me see. I had my own stepfather text me. How y'all gonna leave Calvin out? And I was like, we didn't leave him out. He was supposed to be Thank there. You. Thank you, my people. It's been viewed 181 times. It's reached 270 people. Get the people what they want. Come on, Uncle Cal. So, so I'm willing to come to Alabama. I am too. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it once we get out this um this this podcast. We got to be specific. It has to be measurable. Obtainable. Attainable. It's relevant because this, this is what the people want. And we, it got to be time sensitive. Time sensitive. 
So that means it, it got to happen by this time. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking podcast number, I'm thinking the final episode. Hmm. There you go. I'm, I'm sure you can find something for us to do in Alabama, man. Hold on, that, that's another thing I'm tired of. Folks thinking it ain't nothing to do here in Alabama. I've never been. I've just driven through it. I never had a reason to stop. You don't know what you're missing, cuz. Some of the best grits you ever ate in your life is down here. I want fried chicken. Fried chicken. Some of the best seafood you ever had. Fried chicken. Some of the the best potato salad. Fried chicken. You ever had in your life, cuz. Fried chicken. This ain't your typical grandmama and them potato salad that you didn't threw up. Fried to. chicken. Cause you ain't eight till you came to the south, right? Fried chicken. So okay, Calvin. I, I got a question for you, Calvin. Yeah, I listen. I'm just choosing to ignore you. <laughs> Go ahead, Pastor. How can you make working towards your goals fun? How 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 can you make it fun? Since you 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 the fun. You you the fun person on our podcast. I mean, quite as we all we, it's, we all fun. It's it's only one way to make it fun is is actually when you actually accomplish what you're trying to get to is what's fun. Like for me, I look at things like this. If it, if it's something that I want to buy, that I just know, okay, I may can afford or may not can afford right here and now. I'm all about that vision board. So if it's something that I want to buy, like if I want the new TV that's going in my bedroom, I will literally make a vision board and continue to look at it. And I, I put them back in my um, door as I'm walking out the house. Do you have a physical vision board or is this yeah. the vision board that's in your no, head? No, physical vision. Like, like you I, see I want to see it. I want to see it. I have a yeah, physical wanna, vision board. Can I see it? Can I see it? We're doing a podcast. Let me finish talking, John. My wife is gonna love you, bro. I have he has vision board, right? So that way, like if if it's something that like a trip I want to go on or something that I want to do, I have a vision board that I'm looking at. Oh, that way when I want to walk out the door Uh and do something, I'm reminded. Okay, look, this is what I need to be focusing on. Come, you look at you look at the way things are now, the way. As fast as we're moving, life is moving now. It's easy to get off track. It is. It's easy to get off track. And so for me, most people are, okay, let's be for real. Since the pandemic hit last year, that's why you had so many students who were virtual learning that fell back. Mm -hmm. These, These were A and B students in regular school, but as soon as you made it virtual, they started to fall back. And I know people who, kids who actually did that and they put them back in school and now they're AB on a roll again, is you have to have that vision right in front of you of what you want. And I think that's what really messes it up. Whether it's a goal that's happening throughout the year or if it's a new year's resolution that's happening, they don't have that vision of where they want to go to. And so, for right. me, make your vision board. That's that's what's making it fun for me. This is what I want. This 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 is what I want by this time. And if you keep it on the forefront, I mean, G, 
Jesus had they they made them write the Ten Commandments down. They they made a vision. They, they put it on the board. Then boom, Daddy. That's just me. That's just me. That's how I make it. Yeah, I, I, I took the faith away from pastor. Baby. Boom, there it is. Well, I'll tell you. Okay, so on, on the on the faith part of it, and I think you said it. Um, it's in Habakkuk chapter two, verses two through three, where it says, "And the Lord answered me, and said, Write the vision, and make it plain upon tables, and that he may run with that when he reads it. For the vision is yet." For an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, mm -hmm. wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And so in a in, in a biblical uh, way, this is a smart goal. Mm -hmm. Write it out, make it plain, and put it up. That's the reason why Erica has one. It's the reason why you have, I don't know how many you have, Calvin, but vision boards is, is in short. This is what this is. Mm -hmm. Put it in front of you and in front of others to hold you accountable to attaining what it is that's on that board. And God would say this, and then I let Erica wrap us up with a motivational word. Whatever your vision is, be prepared to hold it loosely because if his vision is different than yours, you don't want to get into a wrestling match with him. Right. So have a little flexibility if he wants to change your vision because you can be rest assured of this. His plans are far better than ours. And so even God said that Calvin makes a better mortician, a funeral home director, than what his parents' vision was for him. Right. Send us up out of here, Aaron. So as you think about the goals and the actions that you want to take, uh, the steps that you want to make to committing um, and making a realistic vision progress for your life, for your go your goals, setting the bar too high can set you up for disappointment, discouragement. Don't set yourself up for failure. Set yourself up for win. Take it one day at a time. Create a, a, a specific, a measurable and obtainable, a relevant time-based goal that works for you. Whatever it is, take your time, think about it, write it down, you'll be successful. Well, there you go, people. Another podcast in the books. It's your boy, Uncle Calvin, Motivation of Stella, Pastor Ray. If you're not following us, follow us here on Facebook where you can get the visual 
and the audio. We're on all major platforms when it comes to podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and all of those things as well. Um, If y'all, look, whatever time of the day that you're listening to this, go out, set some goals. Know that we love each and every one of y'all. And we pray that each and every one of y'all have a great day, great weekend, great week, and great life. We'll see you guys. Happy next Memorial Friday. Day. Happy make Memorial sure Day. You, make sure you're 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 remembering your loved ones. You know what I'm doing on Memorial Day, boy? What? Give me a new bottle. And Myrtle Beach enjoying our 20th wedding anniversary.